Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer and the heart of Giant Nation, Chris Bizignano, on this day before America's birthday, buddy. Uh, before we get started, I would like to give a shout out to the media captain, our sponsor, who records a weekly podcast. So after you get your Giants fixed by listening to the Giant Insider podcast, if you want to learn more about entrepreneurship and what it takes to start a business, along with the latest and greatest online and digital trends, check out the Media Captain's podcast on Apple iTunes and all the major podcast outlets. Again, that's the Media Captain podcast, Twitter account at the Media Captain. So before we get started, I have to give a shout out to all of you who are listening, um, subscribing to our podcast. Uh, giving us ratings on iTunes, because by doing that, um, different companies are now contacting us on a pretty frequent basis. And I'm forwarding stuff to, you know, they, my emails and everything. So I forward it to Chris and we just laugh about it. And, um, you know, the latest is t this tpublic.com who partnered with us to, to do basically T-shirts and paraphernalia, which is, you know, uh, I mean, you can get like buffoon crew mugs now and, and, and T-shirts and hoodies and long sleeve t-shirts and what a great uh, organization man they just let us kind of do whatever we want they partner with us we have a storefront up now it's on the twitter account so if you click on the link it's in our pinned tweet but it's also on like the um way you describe what the twitter account is you can see the link there and uh what a what a great thing man it's it's it, it makes the the t-shirts actually cheaper than they were so for those of yeah. you who bought it thank you but these guys make it cheaper there's like a, a two two more days you can get it for like 14 bucks any of the t-shirts um, and I don't have to, you know, write out the names and buy envelopes and ship them, which I didn't care about doing. But now they're actually the most they're going to be is 20 bucks for a T-shirt. This is a no brainer for Chris and I. And we yep. uh, it's a it's a, what a great partner, man. What a gr what a great thing. What a great thing, man. And to think, Jerry, we started off like a year ago well, last September, whatever it was. And they said, hey, let's you know, let's start doing a podcast. I think people like it. This and that. So now selling shirts and mugs. Oh, man, it's just what an incredible journey, huh? I mean, and a company doing it for us, like, it's just yeah. comical. When we start doing this, Chris, we're like, you want to do a podcast? We're like, I guess. Yeah. And we just started it, and it, it, the first two, if you if you can find them, I think I deleted them, hopefully. But the first couple were so clunky. Like, it was just, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm sitting there talking into a microphone and calling Chris and being like, okay, let's try this. Yeah. And to the point now where the downloads are insane, and we have companies calling us. We have a, We actually have a new sponsor. Uh, for at least a few podcasts, <laughs> mm -hmm. our uh, our Twitter questions will be sponsored by another company. Let's, you'll, just, you'll hear that let's just say the mail audience will appreciate this. <laughs> yes, a great one. So, man, this is a fun time. I, it's uh, it's incredible. And those of you who have already bought uh, from T Public, thank you for your support. And um, it's just uh, a lot of fun right now, man. A lot of fun, a lot of fun, and it's going to get even more fun once training camp starts and the season's right around the corner. And we really get into the football and all that. Um, just an amazing journey. And Jerry, can I say something quick? Uh, oh, by the way, that's one of the shirts people wanted. So I got to see how these goes. People said already, you have to have one that says, Jerry, can I say something? So go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> okay, Jerry, can I say something? Yes. I apologize for the last podcast. I did not realize how these microphones pick up everything. People were asking me, hey, Chris, what are you drinking on the podcast? Dude, it sounded so good. It sounded like scotch. Yeah. It's not like we're at a bar. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, what happened, folks, was that I came home. It was We did that Thursday night, right, Jerry? Yes. Um, and I was sweating for like three hours like a farm animal <laughs> uh, coming from the place, you know, where, where I was with my wife. And I was thirsty as all heck. And 
I did not realize how loud that was every time I took a sip of my water. So I apologize for that, folks. Not that people really were pissed. It's just that I noticed that when people get up to asking me, I'm like, I guess they heard that. Then when I listened to the podcast, I'm like, oh, my God. That was so loud. You could hear the ice cube. So sorry about that, bud. Sorry Dude, about I that. I could hear it. And it, it sounded delicious. It just sounded like, man, what is he sipping? Yeah. Scotch? Like a Thursday night yeah, scotch? Yeah. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was water. Unfortunately, it was water. But uh, <laughs> but uh, sorry about that, man. It won't happen again. Um, now I know why people are asking me after I listen to it, bud. But yeah, um, so the orders are coming in as they come in. And as you guys have ideas, we'll put more stuff out there. T Public has been already a, a, a tremendous partner. Yeah. And uh, it's just a, a lot of fun. So, Folks, I want to see these at training camp in a couple of weeks. I mean, they have, we have magnets open now, dates. right? We have magnets as well. Yeah, there's bumper stickers, shirts. Uh, there's 10 open dates this season, man, to practices. So I better start seeing them. I was, uh, I was laughing because I was, I was talking about this partnership. Buddy of mine said it's like Spaceballs, and I remembered Yogurt, uh, Mel Brooks' character, saying, Spaceballs the flamethrower, and we were just saying, right. Buffoon Crew the flamethrower. <laughs> the kids right. love it. So. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. I hope people enjoy it. Take a look and see if you like anything, you know? So, so um, again, it's it's before training camp. We're kind of in the, uh, the doldrums of the year for football. But I had a cool story uh, hanging out with my wife's cousin, Zach Mesday. Uh, who plays for Temple and will be starting for them this year. You know, they played uh, Duke last year in the bowl game, and mm -hmm. uh, Daniel Jones lit them up for like six touchdowns, and that's where we had had my opinion on, on Daniel Jones at the time. But he was saying, you know, he was talking about a few minutes ago, actually, and he just said uh, Jones is, is such a, a good kid, though. Like, for, for whatever his opinion was as a quarterback, he goes, what a nice guy. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, at the end of the game, Temple really just wanted to hit him because he, he, like I said, he, he had a good game against Temple. I think he had six touchdowns and two or three picks. Um, I forget how many yards he threw. He had over 500 yards. Right. Yeah, it was a crazy game. Yeah. And Temple was hit. The guys were hitting him after the ball was thrown. Right. And, and Zach said to him, Zach said to his teammates, hey, guys, let off him. He's going to be a top 10 pick. And Jones looked at him and goes, hey, thanks, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So good yeah. stuff. Well, you know what, Jerry, from being around him a few times that I have so far, he is a gentleman, man. The kid, it seems to be a real, real nice kid. So, um, yeah, so that does, in a way, it doesn't surprise me, that response, Jerry. Yep. So we, um, you know, we also have a, a newspaper, and Chris, you know, he's, he's always, you're always conscious of bringing this up, and, and we should because it's what gives you, you know, the press pass and gives us credibility. We're not just a fan account. You cover the team, right? And we always talk about that. Like, we're more than just a fan account. We are fans, but Chris covers the team. He's in the locker room. And it's because of the newspaper um, that, that we're able to do that. And some of the articles that were coming over, uh, we, we print actually on July 14th. So for those of you who subscribe, you'll get that that week. Uh, the, the latest edition is the pre-camp issue. Um, and then uh, for those of you who don't subscribe, really, it's a, it's a pretty good newspaper. We put a lot of work into it. It's, it's an extension of our buffoondom in, right. in words. What's right. the, so you don't subscribe. What the hell's going on? Right, right. What is wrong with you, right? <laughs> but we have uh, yeah we have other writers as well um yeah, you know kevin yeah. gleason who covered the giants oh, excellent. For, kevin's excellent yep. kevin you know everybody's a pretty good writer but kevin's the kind of writer where he sends in something and i just correct one word to make myself feel useful i, I think it's grammatically the most correct thing way way better than me like i'll read mine and be like man what the hell did i just write and kevin's one of those guys who you, you know i corrected like one word just to put just to feel like i have a job but uh, John Fennelly contributes, Mike Advensky, um, Christine Furco, 
And uh, also, Chris Bizignano writes three or four articles now. <laughs> and Chris, I got to be honest with you, buddy. Um, the, the article on the training camp battles, as a third-party observer, me, forget editor, was one of the more interesting ones I've read. And Thank you. Thank the you. interview with B.J. Hill, like, Thank you. he's one of my favorite giants now. And yeah. when you when he wrote, you know, he said what he said in the interview, I don't want to give too much of it away. Um, it was interesting, man. And the, the, the training camp battles is good. Looking forward to the other piece you're sending. But those of you who don't subscribe, um, you know, again, www.thegiantinsider.com. Try to subscribe. And uh, it's we put a lot of work into it. It's we put it probably, you know, probably more work even than than the podcast because it's not mm -hmm. as frequent. So. Yeah, thank you, Jerry. Thank you very much. I hope people like it. Um, uh, I think the training camp battles. There's there's a few of them that are going to be really interesting. You know, you know, pointed them out a little bit in the article, and uh, I hope everybody enjoys it, man. Hey, listen, uh, you know, we're going to say it like it is, my friend, like we always do. You know what I mean? Yep. So, um, you know, and if you and if anybody thinks we don't say it like it is, just check out the Twitter. You know, when I came right out to Chad Wheeler and told him right out, <laughs> I'm sure people saw it. You know about hey Chad, you know, I, and I like Chad. You know I pointed out last podcast. I yeah. interviewed him. I like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, um, and I told him, dude, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I got you down as a swing tackle right now, but it wouldn't surprise me. And Chad, I think respected that on Twitter. He gave me a thumbs he gave up. Gave me the thumbs up. Yeah. Otherwise, I respect that. You know I'm not gonna. You know I'm not gonna say hey, Chad. Not not that he responded to me on Twitter. I'm not gonna say oh Chad. I think you're gonna be the starter for sure. I love you, Chad. Oh, you know no. I'm not gonna be like that. I'm gonna tell him, dude. I'm not gonna. You know. And you'll see it in the article in the uh, upcoming battles. You know, I have him losing to Remis, you know, right now. So um going to say like it is, but, you know, listen, Jerry, we all know I'm in a locker room and I became, you know, I know these guys pretty good, but I'm yeah. still going to say like it is, my friend. And uh, look, one of the- In a respectful way. Right, right. I mean, one of the position battles that you gave is slot corner. And um, you were- <laughs> <laughs> wise guy. Even, what are you going to say? Even Again. though- Look, spoiler alert, guys, I don't think it's any any um, surprise that he would pick a certain golden Doma to win the job. But you were pretty objective about it. And uh, I was I, you know, I read the I read the article. I'm like, you know what, Chris, man, good for you, buddy. You are objective. You're an objective writer who has an opinion, <laughs> but, you know, not saying I think Julian Love could be the best slot corner in the history of the NFL. So, hey, you, you, you know, you're a golden. You're obviously a Notre Dame no, fan. But look, no. you, you're, you, you put a, an objective slant on it. I think we both do. So. Right. Yeah. So I uh, hope everybody enjoys it. I hope everybody gets it. And I hope everybody, uh, whoever subscribes right now, hope they enjoy the next issue. And if you don't subscribe, you might want to give it a look. Cool. Good stuff, man. So um, this week we're, we're actually we're going to combine because we're doing one podcast. We're combining uh, buffoon of the week. And, and the reason we're doing this today is we want to have this. We want you guys to have this uh, for your commutes to wherever the hell you're going. July and listen on the beach tomorrow. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Um, so we wanted to do this now and then have it for the commute tonight or the commute tomorrow, whatever. Uh, but we will do buffoons and Twitter questions today. So before we get to Twitter questions, again, we have a, a new sponsor. I'll name that in a bit. Um, let's get to our buffoons of the week. I will go first, uh, as I, I, I realize that everybody waits for Chris's and I think Chris kind of gave a, uh, a lead in as to what his, who's his was going to be. But anyway, whatever. And I did the same yesterday. I was, I was getting aggravated and then I was, you know, then I was called an old man or generational blah, blah, blah. But my buffoon of the week is, look, I, I understand Madden ratings and I understand that, that, that the players look at them. 
But the fact that fans are get upset about it, like Daniel Jones is a 65. Look, Daniel Jones is, is going to have the same amount of respect as Eli Manning, no matter what he does, which is zero or, or very little, right? Outside of Giant fans, Eli Manning is, you know, he's treated kind of badly. Um, I don't see that changing with Jones, even if he would just one day win a Super Bowl. He's just a good kid. He's humble. Um, so the fact that he's a 65 rating under other quarterbacks and, you know, Dwayne Haskins, guys, don't get your, 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 you know, bowels in an uproar over this. It's not a big deal. Um, I think it's stupid. I think I understand why people talk about it. I, I get why players do, but, um, I don't understand why fans get upset over this. And for those of you who say I don't play Madden, I was playing Madden before there were ratings when you just looked for number 56 and you rushed the quarterback the whole time and got 17 <laughs> sacks a season in what was it? Madden 93. And you picked the 86 giants, Mark Collins and, and Lawrence Taylor were the two best giants on that whole defense. I would basically, uh, I would, I would choose Collins to return punts and it was incredible. So, um, guys, fans who get upset over Madden ratings, I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sure some of you were subscribers. You guys are my buffoons of the week. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, now, my buffoon of the week is your boy. Okay. It's not my boy. <laughs> the New York Yankees owner, Hal Steinbrenner. Well, you're a Yankee fan, so I figured that's your boy. Right? Who, in a Sports Illustrated article featuring Alex Rodriguez, who has everybody bullshitted, okay, <laughs> about his comeback with his white teeth and his dye hair and all that crap, okay, <laughs> talking to Steinbrenner. Steinbrenner said, this might be the greatest comeback since the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. Yes, it's a hyperbole. I know that. But can't you come up with something else? Because, <laughs> A, we all know A-Rod's full of crap. Okay. Are you, you know, Joe, you always pick my chops about how the hell you know this person? How the hell you have a connection to this, right? Well, you want me to give you another connection quick? Yes, because, okay. by the way, everybody, Chris literally may know everybody. Well, I don't know, but I always seem to have a connection or maybe run across somebody. Well, I did run across a doorman back in the day who was, I'm sorry, a doorman in Alex Rodriguez's building. Mm -hmm. I think when he lived on the Upper East Side or Upper West Side, I forget which one it was, in Manhattan. And this guy said that Alex Rodriguez was the biggest piece of crap <laughs> on two feet. Okay? Saw him every day, didn't even acknowledge the guy. Yeah. Okay, so now I understand, you know, everybody, you know, they grow up and mature, of course, right? But to listen to Hal Steinbrenner say it's the great, greatest resurrection since Jesus Christ, to me, that was total and complete buffoondom. There wasn't another hyperbole, Jerry, you could have used? Are you kidding me? Are, Are you, you actually falling for yeah. this act, Hal? You could have said anything. You could have said... I, I, I mean, um, I mean, I, Anderson, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I mean, this, you know, are you really falling for this act, Hal? Yeah. Okay. Of this humility and all this stuff. It's comical. And to use that, I just read the article and I said, I'm looking at it. I actually had to look at this paragraph like three times to make sure it came from Hal. I never worked a day in my life, Steinbrenner, you know? And I'm looking at like, are you kidding me with this? Yeah. Sorry, Hal. I know it's your boy, Jerry, but. <laughs> I know it's your boy. 
Steinbrenner, you are the buffoon of the week. So what what, what was the context though? Like I, I still don't understand the comeback. Just him announcing or what? Oh, no, no. But, well, considering he was down and out with the steroids, oh, suing okay. innocent people, suing this one, that yeah. one, storming into Francesca, saying he's innocent. Francesca agreeing with him, kissing his butt. Um, let's see. Uh, numerous times caught cheating. Yeah. Uh, although he was never technically caught, but he kind of like admitted to it. He served a year suspension, treated people like crap his whole life. Um, anything else I could add to A-Rod? Let's see. Oh, he acted like a three-year-old on the baseball field. The rest of the Major League Baseball hated his guts. Yeah. Um, and now the con- you know the story was that he's a businessman now, and he's a good guy, and he's you know, he's humble, and he learned his lesson. He jumped off the Empire State Building without a parachute and all that stuff. You know the humble guy, by the way, who has his initials on bed sheets and all over his house. Just to let you know. But this guy, um, this this I was gonna say this Yankee team is way easier to root for than than the A Rod Yankees. Uh, honestly, I mean they're mostly homegrown, so. But anyway, that doesn't that's not really relevant here. <laughs> <laughs> He's also married to J-Lo. I'm running out of things to talk about with Alex Rodriguez, buddy. I was never a fan. I loved Alfonso Soriano when they traded him. I know they got, <laughs> you know, arguably the best player in baseball at the time. I, yeah. yeah, I was never a big A-Rod. Yeah, he's a, well, A-Rod was a super talent, no yeah. question about it. Yeah. But uh, I just, when I read that, I was just like, Hal, are you kidding me with this? I uh, earned my buffoondom. Uh, earned his buffoondom. He resides in buffoondomville for a while. So uh, for that one, go so, ahead. Real quick. Everybody yeah. asked a couple of weeks ago, before we get to the sponsor for our, our Twitter questions, I wanted to point out the, the in the know person that I knew with, um, that I knew, that I, that I know um, with regard to NBA free agency. And I wasn't talking about Kevin Durant, folks. I was talking about Kyrie Irving. So I know I'm friends with someone who is not good friends, but best friends with Kyrie Irving's father. So for a year, this has been in the works. Like I'm telling Chris, I'm, I'm telling Carl Banks, baby. Banks, he's coming to the Knicks. He's coming to the Knicks. Him and Durant, it's practically done. And then Durant tears his Achilles, and James Dolan comes into play. So he goes to the Nets. So for a year, and Chris can vouch for this, I mean, I was telling everybody. Like, I've never had an in like this, where I've I've met Kyrie's dad a couple times. Very nice guy. Um, I've never had an in like this where it was like, it's going to be the Knicks. He, it's happening. It's happening. I would tell every everybody, uh, cab drivers, strangers who had Knicks jerseys on, Knicks shirts on the uh, in New York, like, this is happening. It's, I, I told everyone, and now Kyrie <laughs> joins the Nets. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like you should have nominated yourself a before. <laughs> I could have, but I, I blame Dolan, and, and that was a factor. I, and I know it's, it's a very easy one to blame, but... Um, it's a toxic organization over there uh, at the Garden. It's a shame because he seems to leave the Rangers alone, but he meddles with the Knicks. I don't know what it is uh, and, and why, but uh, whatever. Um, that was my end, though, folks. It wasn't Kevin Durant. It was Kyrie Irving, and Kyrie Irving and Durant are friends. I knew they were going together. I just didn't know where as things happened towards the end of the season with the Achilles tear. I don't think the Knicks were willing to give. They say the Knicks weren't willing to give what Durant, the max, the max contract yeah, or whatever. I don't know if that's yeah. true or not. I mean, who knows? I think Durant mm-hmm. was laughing at that. Uh, supposedly again, from my, from my in that person in the know who was with them uh, last week, both guys. So anyway, folks, I could have nominated myself for buffoon of the week. 
Yeah, and now I got to clean up the mess with Banks with you that you you know that you created, you know, because now he was so excited. No, I let down. <laughs> no. I mean, I let down Carl. I, that's that's going to be my gravestone. Jerry Foley. Here lies a Giants fan who let down Carl Banks. <laughs> he was so pumped up about Irving and Durant coming. Well, he had Kyrie the Nick on his Twitter yeah, account forever, yeah. and yeah. then I had to I had to message him and say. Carl, I know it's not my decision to go to the Nets, but I feel like I let you down. And he just went back. Yeah, it is what it is. It's business. I'm like, oh, he's so pissed at me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway. So before we get to our Twitter questions, folks, guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? You know what I'm talking about, right? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. As Chris would say, listen up. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color blue, B-L-U-E. BlueChew brings you that first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from extra function or more confidence where it counts, guys... Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the good old US of A. It's its birthday tomorrow, the United States. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, they've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code, GIANTINSIDER. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code GIANTINSIDER to try it for free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring this podcast and in particular, our Twitter questions. Huh, buddy? What do you think? I like it. Good yeah, stuff. I, you know, it seems like the Giant Insider podcast is not only, you know, helping people with giant news and giant inside stuff and helping people other ways now. Helps you with your marriage, buddy. We are actually healthy to listen to at this point. All right. Twitter questions. Got a lot of them. Yeah. You're right there, bud. I'm good, buddy. <laughs> Took me a while to get through it. Good stuff, pal. <laughs> hey, All that's right. a great job, Jerry, man. Thank you. I was curious whether or not you're going to get through that. Good uh, stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah. Yes, and they're they're sending me a free sample, so we'll we'll uh, we'll see yeah. what happens. Anyway. There you go. All right. So first question, Cameron Newman at Cameron Newman. What do you think OBJ's reception will be once he returns to MetLife? I'll take your insult off the air. LOL. Hashtag North Carolina. Hashtag Giants fan. Uh, the insults probably directed towards me. What do you think, Chris? I think it'd be uh, seventy thirty. Positive uh, or negative? Positive. Do you? Positive. Yeah, I think so. I think it depends how the Giants do this year. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, I think if they have a winning record and Cleveland struggles, I think he'll get booed. I think if he's has a great year and the Giants aren't doing that well, I think next year I think he uh, gets cheered. I think I think you're right. I think it's more 70-30 if those are the if if the Giants are struggling and the and the Browns are doing well, it's almost like we hmm. want to get back kind of thing. So. Uh, uh, do you know off hand, Are we playing the year? I think we're playing the AFC North next year. I think the Browns next year, I believe. Oh, we're playing the AFC North next year. Okay, Pretty cool. sure because we played them. When did we play the Bengals? When did we Browns? play the uh, Steelers Bengals. and Ravens and all that? I'm trying to think. Last two years ago. Okay. Yeah, the last Steelers game 
was t- it was t- yeah because it was 2012. Right, we played the well, we played the East this we played the South last year. Yeah, the East this year, and did we play the West two years ago? The Chargers and all. Yeah, I guess so. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because yes, yeah, that because was Alex Smith and Chiefs. Right. Yes, yes. Okay, so we played the North. 2012, we played. Yeah. The Steelers after Hurricane Sandy and lost. Right, so we played the Steelers. 2020, yeah. there it is, boom. Right, so it looks like we're playing them next season. Oh, wow, okay, that's going to be interesting, huh? Yes. Hmm. All right, good question from John Ileggio. I love this question. My leaving, cousin. Leaving, yes, your cousin. Leaving Barkley out of the conversation right now, Jerry and Chris, who's hmm. your favorite running back for the Giants all time? I still lean to Rodney Hampton for now. I'll hang up and listen. Hashtag buffoon crew. Hmm. Uh, I go first, Jerry? Yes. Uh, besides, I'm going to go with Joe Morris. Yeah, you know what? I'll go Hampton because uh, it was the first official jersey I had. My my parents bought me mm-hmm. the stitched one. But also, I just, I loved his, um, I love how he carried the team through such bad years. I mean, he won a Super Bowl with him as the, really the, the he was a lead runner until he got hurt. And then Otis kind of came in. But I like, I was a big Hampton fan. Okay. I thought he carried them during some lean years. He was a good back, man. He was a good back. Luis Rivera at Big Lou 464. Do you think Corey Coleman makes the 53-man roster? Yes. If so, would he be used for special teams like last year or take a bigger role in the wide receiver core, possibly move up on the depth chart? Hashtag buffoon crew. Well, right now he's the number three receiver. Yeah, he's going to make the team. It's going to be his job to lose right now. And he's going to return kicks. And he's going to probably return kicks. Uh, like he did last season. At least he's going to be in, you know, he's going to be competing for that spot, returning kicks. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think there's any question, any question he makes the 53. He, he would have to look pretty, pretty bad in this training camp not to make it. Yeah, I agree. I, don't, I mean, they like Coleman, Jerry. Sherman, uh, Pat Sherman likes Coleman. He likes him. And uh, Chris covers this in his article, his training camp battles <laughs> article, guys. So, so if you want to read it, you have to subscribe. <laughs> so, uh, Andrew at All About Blue 88. Camp battle questions. Do you think mm. Perkins has a realistic shot at supplanting Gallman as the running back, as the second running back? And do you think CJ Conrad will supplant Simonson as tight end three? Thanks, gents. I think Perkins does have a realistic shot. Do I think it's going to happen? No. But does he have a realistic shot? Yes, I think he does. Uh, Goldman is a, a talented kid, but he puts the ball on the ground, man, and he drops passes. Sherman likes Perkins' all-around game as far as he, lo- he loves his route running out of the backfield, and he likes him, he likes his, he likes him with the ball. So it's not unrealistic to say he's got a shot, Perkins, um, at that Gallman spot. And the other question, no, I don't believe C.J. Conrad will knock Simonson out of there. No, I don't. Yeah, I mean, Gallman, I, I like Gallman, but he, he's one of those guys, he fumbled against New Orleans and turned the tide of that game. That was a game that was winnable for the Giants. People forget, man, and I, I always joke Drew Brees outside, but it was, it was early in the season, but they could have won that game. I mean, <laughs> you know, you call the, it should have been a safety where Dalvin could have won that game. Dalvin yep. Tomlinson was, was tripped in the end zone. Yeah, um, That should have been a safety. Gallman fumbled um, early on, and it, it kind of yeah. turned the tide. So I agree with you. I think Perkins has a, I think Perkins has a shot. I don't think it'll happen, but it wouldn't shock me if if it did. Wouldn't shock. No. Nope. CJ Conrad. I think they like Simonson. They just signed him. Um, if anything, Simonson or Conrad make Rhett Ellison expendable, but he won't be. Ellison will be there. I'm just saying, like down the road, like maybe next year, year after, because he's a veteran. 
Um, but no, I, I don't think he supplants uh, uh, Simonson either, Chris. No. And you know what? Sherman went with four tight ends last year, right? That's right. Yeah. So, Dick- I mean, it's going to be... It's Dickerson, gonna, right? It's going to be between Conrad and Dickerson, probably. Yeah. For, if, he, if he goes with four again, Sherman, which I'm going to... You know, when we do the 53, Jerry, I'm going to have four tight ends again going by what Sherman did last season. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, to me, it doesn't come down to Conrad um, and Simonson. It comes down to Conrad and Dickerson. Yeah. For that fourth spot. By the way, talking about the roster, uh, we have to come up with a shirt that says, we cut the X-Men. <laughs> oh, God. Everybody's killing us for that still. So, guys, I know you're going to cut the X-Men. However. <laughs> we did not cut the X-Men. No, I know. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, Graham Whittle at Graham Whittle. How much better do you think Peppers will be compared to Collins in this system? I know we should be better in coverage. But any other areas, thanks for the coverage. A godsend for us fans over the pond, baby. I'll hang mm. up and listen. Hashtag Giants, hashtag Buffoon Crew. Thanks, Graham. That's awesome. So, Chris, Peppers to Collins. Think he'll be better, worse. What do you think? Um, I think he'll play well enough that you're not going to miss Collins. I'm not going to say he's going to be better than Collins right now. Right now. I'm not, I can't say that right now. I like what I've seen. I like what I saw last year with, uh, with Peppers, the way he finished up in Cleveland. But I'm not going to say he's going to be better than Collins. But I think he's going to be a guy, Jerry, that you say, okay, we don't miss Collins. You know, you know what I'm getting at? Yeah. And, uh, and, that's, and that's I think at I one feel. point he got right, Graham. Graham, you're right. We will not miss him in coverage. I think Peppers will be better in coverage. Collins was an excellent tackler at the line of scrimmage. So we'll see. I, I agree with you, Chris. I don't think we'll miss him. Now, Vic P asked a bunch of questions. Chris, I, I, I mean, uh, Vic, I, I appreciate the questions. But... um. So let's see. Well, yeah, no, he's talking about Hennessy and Fourth of July and what? non-football questions. He's asking a lot oh. of non-football questions. Football, football, folks. Is football it, and or pizza. Is it? <laughs> oh, no pizza. Football. Baseball. Nah, Vic. I love your questions, but they're just too off the wall, buddy. Thank you for listening. We love you. Rich at Paisano. Oh, here we go, Chris. Rich at Paisano twenty one. At what? Paisano. <laughs> P A E S A N O. Well, all my all my all my relatives are asking questions this week, huh? All, all the boys are out. Will yeah. twenty six have a C on his chest this year? It's actually a good question. Well, twenty six. Oh, that's a good question. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I. It's yeah, it's possible, man. Yep. So they name a what? Uh, they have four, right? They have offense, defense, special teams, and then what? Why do we? Have, why am I drawing a blank here? Yeah, why am I drawing a blank? It was it was like Michael Thomas, Eli. Yeah, if they Land, to, Landon. Yeah, I mean, if they have to take it away from Eli, then no. Um, I think I think we'll qualify this one with if Jones was the quarterback. Sorry, Lisa. Go. Lisa, we're not saying it, but if he was, then Barkley would right. probably be captain. So how about that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, that's right. No. Yeah. It's gonna be Eli. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. We'll go with Eli. Here we go. Good question from Lou G at LS Gualtieri. Mm. If you had to re-rank the quarterbacks. Pre, uh, pre-draft, would you change your rank or rating on Daniel Jones? If so, why? So I guess after seeing him, Chris, would you change your rank? Uh, I got I, okay. Let's just put it this way: I'm not going to change my rankings right now. I'll tell you, all right, until they start playing competition. All right, now at that, with that, with me saying that, I'm very pleased with what I've seen with this kid. Okay. Yeah. 
But I'm not going to go out on a limb and say, okay, you know what? I would have him ranked the best quarterback coming out of that. Not yet. I'm sorry. I can't do that yet. Yep. Um, but I'm very happy. And I think this kid will work out. I think, you know, I think the let's put it this way. The rankings that everybody gave this kid were horrific, basically. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I don't think that was fair. So I'm going to say those rankings of him being so bad and the worst quarterback, well, all that stuff, right? All that not, um, I don't, you know, it looks like that is not going to be a fair ranking. But as far as me changing it, uh, I'm not going to change it right now until I see this kid, you know, next, in preseason games and, and in the future right now. Because uh, although I'm happy with what I've seen f- from him, uh, I'm not going to change it yet. Good stuff. Because Jerry, you know, yep. when there's 11 other guys lined up that are looking to take your head off, and when they start scheming, you know, and all that, it, it's a different story. So let, let's just hold off on that right now. Good stuff, buddy. Shane Brown at Shane Brown 93. I love this question. Who is a player that the Giants drafted that you were really excited about at the time but turned out to be a big disappointment? I've got mine. I'll go, go ahead. first. Do yours. I got to think Ron about it. Ron Dane. Shane, uh-huh. I was so psyched about Ron Dane. I was convinced he was going to be the man, and he turned out to be such a disappointment. I mean, luckily, Tiki Barber turned into Tiki Barber. Um, yeah. But – Man, was I pumped about Dane, and man, was I disappointed. Jerry, I'm going to go back a little bit because yeah. I remember, and I, and I hate to say this because he was a Notre Dame guy, but when Eric Dorsey was drafted, yeah, um, I thought we had a Lenny Marshall type defensive end. Yep, the way they built him up. Remember, Jerry? Yep. Remember? Yeah. Um, and he turned out to be just a mediocre player. Um, so that was a to me that was a that was a huge disappointment because I thought we were getting a 12, 14 sack stud. Yeah. When he drafted that kid, um, and uh, he 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 turned out to be very disappointing to me. Well, what's funny is if you look at that draft, like after that, it was like Pepper Johnson, Mark Collins, yeah. Eric yeah. Howard. Like yep. the '86 yep. draft was awesome, except yep. for you know I think we got Greg Lasker early too, if I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, Lasker well, contributed too. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and, yeah. and Dorsey, you're right. Dorsey was okay. I think he, had a, well, he ended up getting a neck injury or something. As yes, I think it was one yes. of the guys that Young and Parcells definitely disagreed on too. Um, I believe it was. I remember. I remember hearing about that and reading it at the time. Um, the way you know when they drafted him, Jerry, I just thought we were like getting a dominant defensive end, and he never turned out like that. Yep. Dan Houseman with another good one, a real thought provoker. D at D House. As Giant fans, who is the all-time NFC East opponent you begrudgingly tip your cap to? I pick Emmett. For week 18 in 93. I was there that game. I will never tip my hat to Emmett Smith. However, I got to be honest. I hated him at the time. But, I mean, Troy Aikman was so accurate. He's just, his numbers aren't, like, it's funny. If you look at his numbers, they're not that great. You know, he, he doesn't have the numbers now that guys you know need to get in the Hall of Fame. But he was such an, if he had time and that line gave him time, mm. he was just so damn accurate. Yeah, I he hated so him accurate. at the time, but. Man, tip your cap to him. Not a very yeah. good announcer, but a great player. Um, yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, I tell you, you're not gonna like this one, Jerry. <laughs> I, well, it's gonna go. You're gonna go Philly. It's okay. Um, a guy I always admired. I couldn't stand playing against him twice a year on the Eagles, but I have to tip my cap to him because he was so damn good and tough. Is Brian Dawkins, man, for the yeah. Eagles. Yeah, he was good. And he was a difference maker. Yeah. Um, um, he was a pain in you-know-what to play against. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, 
you know, there's a, there's a few of them. Let's face it. I mean, yeah. you know, from going, you know, there's a few guys you could tip your hat to, but come to, there's some guys you just hated playing against, man. And then when he was retired, you just one of those guys, Jerry, you said, you know what, Brian, I hated you on the Eagles. I hated playing, but damn, you was such a damn good football player. And he's one of those guys, man. Yeah, good, good call there, Lisa. At so bad six. Hey guys, have a wonderful Fourth of July holiday and love the T-shirts. Thanks, Lisa. My worry this year is obviously on defense. How many sacks do you see us needing to be a good defense this year? Also, who on the defense can you see getting in the quarterback's face a lot? I mean, we we said Carter and Hill are probably the two. I don't know. As a mm. team, I'm not good at the numbers like that. How many do we need? 30, 40? I have no idea. Well, you, how many how many sacks do we need to be a good defense? Yeah. Well, you know, sack numbers could be a little deceiving at times. Yeah. You know, you could have some sack numbers and then go, you know, 15 straight passes where the quarterback's looking all day. You know what I mean? Yep. But have three sacks for the game. And you say, oh, they had three sacks. But meanwhile, the other the other, you know, 35 attempts, the guy had all the time. So, you know what, Lisa? I hate to put it on. Obviously, you want to get in the 40s. Okay? that's You always want to get in the 40s. 50s is a really, really good year, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just want more consistent pressure, you know, um, where you're getting the quarterback off that spot. That's yeah. what I look for. Uh, that's We haven't seen that the last three, four years, Jerry, and quarterbacks have killed us, right? Um, as far as the player, I look for a couple of guys. Uh, I look for Lorenzo Carter. Um, and I'm hoping, Lisa, I'm hoping Marcus Golden on the other edge um, is another I keep, guy. I keep forgetting about him. Yeah, is another guy that I'm looking to disrupt the pocket. Yeah. Um, and even the X-Man as a rookie, yes, we're not going to cut him. No, we're not going to cut him. <laughs> even the X-Man. And, of course, Jerry, you know, you just mentioned B.J. Hill, five and a half sacks. You look for him to kick that up a little bit. Yep. Um. You know, and he looks from himself. You know, he actually we were talking about the interview before. He thinks he could kick that up. He's got to, he's got to, you know, fine tune some things in his game. So uh, that's what I'm looking for. Robbins Exuma Juki News asks about the evaluation period to give Jones before deciding if he's the quarterback of the future. That's a good one because I, we've talked about what time when he'll go in, but I mean, it's gonna, this is a two three year thing here, Robbins. I mean, I, I don't see them giving up even if he looks terrible after a year or two. He's the, he's the man for the next two, three years, at least. Probably, hopefully 15. Yep. But Yeah, it takes a couple of years, no doubt. Frank Siato at Frank Siato. Oh, you wise-ass Frank, you. Training camp, I believe, opens on my birthday, July 25th. Happy birthday, then. Which one of you buffoons will be getting me a cake? Looking forward to the ride with you guys. I'll hang up and wait for my cake. Buff- uh, hashtag buffoon crew. Uh, Frank, if we see you, we'll uh, we'll try and bring you a cake. Probably ice cream in the middle of July. Nice and melted for you, pal. But thank you. <laughs> Funny stuff. <laughs> what is, well, you didn't tell us where he lives. No, I know. I think he wants to see us at training camp. So. Oh, at training camp? Yeah. Oh, oh, the first day? Yeah. Oh, Frank, I'm sorry, man. Uh, that's going to be rough. The first day is kind of chaotic. But I hope you come over, dude, if you're there. Yep. Mike Jerky, uh, uh, video game rankings. Mike, I'm not answering this, buddy. I'm sorry. I don't care about video game rankings. But thank you for contributing. I apologize. Jerry, can I ask you something quick? Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. I have played Madden, but well, they all what do you rankings. mean video game? Like, like they 65. rank each quarterback? They, yeah, they have each rank each player. Like it's numbers. Like Oh, oh like Tom Brady's like one or something like that? Like, no, like, no, like Lawrence Taylor would be like a 99. Oh, oh, okay, a I got you. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. all right. So he, all has, right. Like, he says like, the giant, the guys that are higher than Daniel Jones are, are Darius Slayton and Terrell Jackson. Gotcha. I, I just don't care. Okay. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Mike. Wait a minute. Did you just say Terrell Jackson? Yeah. 
Undrafted. The kid from University of Buffalo? Undrafted rookie, yes. Is 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 rated higher than Jones? Apparently. Okay, let's move on. Right. Okay. Uh, Joseph C. at Molten Centra 81. Oh, love it. Love this question. Fourth and goal from the nine with four seconds left in the game. Eli throws a fade to the corner of the end zone. Who do you trust more to catch it, Burris or Beckham? Plaxico Burris any day of the week and twice on Sunday. What say you, Chris? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Plax on that one. He was a big boy. You could go up and go get it, man. I will go with Plax. Kyle Johnson at Kyle Johnson 3. I don't know if you guys are seeing the Zeke. Oh, this is funny. I thought of this. The Zeke Elliott statement, but he said he apologized to Kyle Johnson. I never received that apology. Also, would you guys rather see Bethea walk after this year, productive or not, or add a new free safety? Eh, it's too soon to see, man. If Bethea has game left, I don't care how old he is. What was the apology to Kyle Johnson? Well, no, Zeke Elliott had to apologize to this guy named Kyle Johnson. Oh, oh, that, oh that was the security guard's name? So Kyle, Kyle Johnson? Johnson said he never got the apology. <laughs> okay, I get it. Now, I didn't know the security guard's name yeah, was Kyle so it's Johnson. the first thing I thought of when I saw the apologies to Kyle Johnson. I'm like, oh, wow, I wonder if it was the same guy. Well, Kyle, I wish you would stop messing around with Zeke, man. I mean, would you get up in his face? But uh, No, that's pretty funny, though. Same name. Okay, I got it now. Um, and what was the other part of that question? Uh, Bethay, do you want to see him walk after this year, whether he's productive or not? I said it's too early. Not if he's productive, no. Yeah, right. No, I mean, I like to draft, you know, uh, uh, you know, and you know, he'll replace. I mean, somebody that's going to come in for him in twenty twenty, you know. But no, I don't want to see him walk if he has a, if he's productive. John Panic at J Panic Five. If a train leaves the station at nine fifty five, a plane takes off at ten oh five, and a ship sets sail at ten twenty five. Do the Eagles still suck? Oh, John, I love you. Yes, they do, buddy. That's the creativity I'm talking about. Uh, Jim Vassell at Jim Vassell TV. And I sent this one to Bob Papa. This was very cool. Oh, so did I. Yeah. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Oh, you must think we're stalking him. Yeah, Papa thinks we're stalking. Yeah, probably. I've always wondered this. What was your favorite call by Bob Papa, the man who inspired me to go into broadcasting? The Seahorn INT and the JPP field goal block versus Dallas come to mind. But my favorite will have always been... Uh, the Plax Super Bowl touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. <sighs> yeah. yeah. I, it's hard to... The, the Tyree catch was pretty awesome, too, man. Yeah. The, the, the um, Plax touchdown. Well, I would say the Plax touchdown. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That's an easy... Uh, the other one I like was the Victor Cruz 99 yards. I'll go with that one, too. Yeah, that was... Yeah, you're, you're right, Jerry. There's a few girls. You know what, Jerry? Just to go back before Papa, I don't want to, you know... Um, I know it's going off the question, but Jim Gordon, the George Martin interception George of Jim Martin. Gordon was my favorite. <laughs> He lost his mind on that play. He lost his mind. Oh, uh, Shane Brown. Did I read a Shane Brown one already? Uh, you know what? If I did, I don't care. This is such a good one. Who, in your opinion, was the worst Giant ever to play in at least 15 games for the Giants? Hashtag buffoon crew. Wow. Well, you, you know, <sighs> if you're asking me, I go oh, I go back to the 70s, so I got a list of them. <laughs> but you know what? Craig Morton was one of them. And Joe Pasachik. <laughs> Yeah, those guys. Jerry, there's so many, dude. Uh, the worst giant to play. I, well, Pasachik, I literally couldn't stand. Yeah. Um, Morton was just at the end of his career. Um, we traded a first-round pick that ended up being Randy White for him. Yeah, when every time I saw Randy White, oh, my God. Every Giant fan. I remember my father cursed it every time we played the Cowboys. Randy White was... Oh, God. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go with somebody in the 70s. Probably like a Pasarchik or something. I joke when I say this, and it's, you know, like Craig Morton and, and Pasarchik, those guys almost give my father heart attacks in the 70s. Right. Like, right. Yeah, he just hated those guys. They were t- Hate. I Hate. Guess, Hatred. I, I, I guess more recently, I would go Eric Flowers, um, 
CC Brown, Curtis Riley, they were pretty bad players that have suited yeah. up for us, like in the wilderness 2.0 years that we're in. But yeah, you, you go back a little before me. Um, I would go those guys. I mean, there's some in the eighties I could try and think of, but nobody is blatantly bad as those guys. Like the, the flowers, <laughs> Riley and CC Brown were absolutely horrific. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> but Morton buddy, what a good call. Oh my God. <clears throat> I, I mean, it seems like yesterday, that, and, and you know what I'm talking about because your father was like my father when it came to Morton Pasachik, obviously the way you just said that, you know? Yeah, I mean, real uh, quick. The cursing that got from the stadium and the upper deck as Pasachik fumbled again or threw some ridiculous pass. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Real, real quick, when I when I met I met Adam Graves in, in uh, Times Square and I walked past him and I yelled his name and he came back and one of the coolest athletes i ever met. I mm-hmm. said, hey, Adam. And this was when my, my father was alive. I said, hey, Adam. I want to thank you for that cup in 94 because if you didn't win it, he may not be alive today. He goes, mm. you tell your father, Adam Graves says hello. I was like, oh, yeah. there's a guy who gets it, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Adam Graves is a class act, Good man. Stuff. Class act. Like uh, Messier. Like Messier. Yeah. 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 Uh, one more. Javier Burgos at CT underscore Giants fan. Who will be your surprise disappointment next? Oh, I don't like that question, Javier. I don't want a surprise disappointment. I want to do well. Right? Uh, yeah, I don't want a surprise disappointment. No, I don't want that. Uh, Come on, Javier. Well, what was that about? Yeah, you're better than that, Javier. Come you're on, better Javier. than that, Javier. Come on. You're buffoon crew. You're uh, you're royalty. I know. I know. Oh my god, I'm trying to go through these. Let me just find one more. Um, but yeah, man, um, that's funny. That's a funny. That that, that was a good question about uh, you know, the, the worst giant to play. I don't know why you said 15 games. I think that's kind of funny to choose 15 games. Um, it's kind of arbitrary. You'd say full season or one game, Jerry, or 15 games. Hey, that's Jerry, funny. Jerry, that's a great question. Oh, you know I what? 15 guarantee- I guess, I guess Craig Morton and, and did they play 50? Yeah, they played. When was the 16 game schedule? That was after what? 70, whatever. Oh, oh 79. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, so you know what? <laughs> it was 14 games. Yeah. Maybe it was uh, so technicality. Well, right? Pasachik was 79. I, that was the fumble year, right? 78. Se- what was the fumble year? Yeah, 78. I think that was this. Was that? I think that was a sixteen game. Oh, I don't remember now. I don't remember when they changed. I think it was seventy nine. They changed. Um, so, but well, you get the point, though, folks. Even though it might be fourteen games, whatever, you get the point. Um, but Jerry, can I say something? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Apparently, we have to get that shirt made. Yes. <laughs> um, anybody that is fifty plus years old, as uh, unfortunately I am. You're, you, you, thank God you haven't caught me yet, right? Mm, not yet. And and you ask that question to a guy that's fifty plus years old, I guarantee you, Jerry, they go to some dope from the seventies. Guarantee you. Yeah, no, you're right. It was just too much suffering, bud. Too much bad football. Uh, one more, and um, you know we've explained this before, but it's a good one because I guess there's new listeners. We have more downloads now than ever, so there's probably people who don't know what this means. Joe at JRaw sixty four would like some background on how Buffoon Crew came to be. So real quick, um, the Buffoon Crew. The, the, Chris uttered the, the word buffoon about somebody and, and it was, it caught on. I mean, people were texting me like, dude, this guy's awesome. This guy, Chris, they would say this guy, Chris, you're with <laughs> said the word buffoon. Um, and only the way he could say it. And then buddies of mine would text Chris and like, Hey man, you talk about the game this week. And Chris is like, yeah, you and the buffoon crew over there. And that's how it started. And people said, you know, we would put out Twitter polls like, Hey, do you listen to our podcast? And they'd be like, yes, of course I'm a buffoon. Then we had buffoon of the week. So long story short, buffoon kind of has two meanings. One, buffoon of the week, bad buffoon. And then there's buffoon mm. giant fans like us. 
complete idiots who have blind faith in our team, even though they're likely supposed to, going to let us down. We are buffoons. So that's where a buffoon crew came from. So, yeah, well said, Jerry. Well said. Thank you, buddy. Uh, anything else, pal? No, no. Uh, I think that's it, man. We'll everybody enjoy the Fourth of July, and uh, we'll see everybody next week. Yep, and uh, careful with the fireworks, guys. Don't pull a you know, JPP or anything. Like oh, that. that was, oh my God. Sorry, I'm okay. going to offend the JPP fans out there, but you just got to be careful. <laughs> got to be careful. Can you go one podcast without insulting somebody? <laughs> Guys, order your t-shirts and blue chew. Avoid the fireworks. You'll be golden. So, um, all right, seriously, if you want to order a copy of The Giant Insider or a subscription, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R.com. And download our app and the App Store uh, Giant Insider app. So, happy birthday, America. Chris, awesome time. Everybody be safe. Enjoy the 4th. And remember, most importantly, guys, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. All right. Enjoy, everybody.